Okay, so here is what happened on our first night and day of Gerda being home from the vet. Um, I already mentioned that when she, when I first picked her up, she was really out of it. She was shaking. Um, she didn't seem interested in me at all, which was very concerning. I definitely thought maybe I did the wrong thing, bringing her home. Um, she slept for about four hours. Um, I confess to you that I had bought all these plants. I just, I thought about bringing her to Central Park, just like in a bag to walk around or for me to walk her around and get some fresh air, but she wouldn't have enjoyed that. So I decided to go to the farmer's market and pick up some plants just so we would have sort of spaciousness and something more living items around us. So I was dying to get upstairs and put these, these plants on my deck and I brought her bed up and made this little playpen in one of my chairs, basically by pushing the two chairs together so there was no way she could fall out. And I put pillows around it, and it was a beautiful sunny day, 60 degrees. Um, and, oh, my God, I just think that was, like, the best thing. You could tell she was sort of, like, moving and stretching and feeling the sunlight and the warmth. And she and I are sun girls. Like, we need the sun. Um, so I think that was a good move and I put all of our happy plants around and all that good oxygen creating energy. Um, it was just beautiful and Oliver and Finnegan were there as well, her cat brother and sister. So we were out there for a couple of hours until the sun went away and it started to get a little chilly and for me a little chilly is anything under 60 degrees. So we went back in in the apartment, and I've got a sliding glass door over my bed. So um, we just sat on the bed for a while so we could still, you know, see the sunlight and the blue sky and the flowers on the, on the porch deck, whatever. Um, so that was really nice. And then, like, she stood up, and if you have an elderly dog, you know that when they stand up, it's go time. So, like, she's got all this extra fluid going into her body. You know, I need to be conscious of how much she drinks and eats and pees and poos. So, anyway, she stood up. So, I immediately just grab her and run down the stairs out into the sidewalk. She immediately pees. You know, I let her sniff around. She's still a little disoriented and definitely wobbly. So, I just decided to pick her up and carry her back upstairs and at this point, she was kind of like, dude, what the fuck? I'm hungry. Um, which made me super happy. Um, one of the things that my friend Andrea reminded me of, which made me really, um, I'm really grateful for, is when I first got Gerda, like she's always been a notoriously bad eater. She doesn't care about food. It's very rare for her to really, like she's a eats to live type girl. Um so Andrew reminded me that Gerda used to eat cold cuts and in particular she liked turkey. So I had gone to the bodega and just gotten two slices because um, I'm trying so many different things like I don't want to stock up on something and also she gets bored really easily. So I went and I got two slices of turkey from the fridge and just gave her one of the slices and she was so happy like she loved that turkey slice so much 
So I'm like, all right, we're in eating mode. Um, at this point, you know, I could sort of care less about food. But one of the things that I had set aside as for a special occasion was filet mignon. And she liked steak when I gave her a little bit of steak a couple of weeks ago. So I bought these little cubes. I guess you would use them on a shish kebab. And I made one of those and like medium rare. And then I wiped off the any oil from it and chopped it into teeny tiny pieces. And one of the things they said that she liked was cottage cheese and baby food or that were good to try. So I put the steak on cottage cheese and she could not care less about the cottage cheese, but she ate all the steak. And so then I tried some of the baby food. She did not enjoy that last night. Um, so then I gave her the other piece of of turkey and honest to goodness, like she's like a little, I don't know what I've been calling her today. Like she's like a little Wolverine. Um, she loved it so much. Like I finally just had to drop the wrapping that it was in and she ate it off the wrapping and licked the wrapping. And at one point, which I thought was hysterical, this dog who's barely eaten in weeks, um, dropped a piece of the turkey and I just picked it up. I was going to hand it, like feed it to her. And she tried to bite me. I mean, dude, she was serious about that turkey. Um, so that was amazing. Like that was victory number one. Now part of her, part of the medication they had given her, um, they gave her peptid or pepsid. They gave her something to, um, increase her appetite, which I think is like basically a glorified CBD product or something. Um, and then they also gave her something to help with nausea and the diarrhea. So like she's medically sort of geared towards eating right now. And she did a really amazing, outstanding job. Um, she drank a ton of water or, or drank some water, not a ton, like a normal amount of water, but she drank some water and she'd just been out, but she peed again on the floor this time. Again, I don't care. Um, but yeah, she's peeing a lot. And they said that she shouldn't necessarily have to go more often, but she'll go more when she does. Um, and that was proof because it was a lot of pee from this tiny little creature. Um, she did a couple laps around the coffee table and then she settled in her bed. Um, I took her out before bedtime. She didn't have to get any pills last, last night, which I was grateful for. And we went to bed probably around 10 or 1030. I, I took her up and Oliver followed. And of course, Finnegan does what Finnegan wants to do because that's how cats roll. Um, she woke up at two and she needed to go out. So I ran her down the stairs and out. She immediately peed. You know, again, I let her sniff to see if she needed to poop and nothing. So I brought her back upstairs and like she really like after that, she got super agitated and sort of uncomfortable, which was very troubling I wasn't sure what to do. Like, I was worried, like, should I take her back out? Did she need to poop and didn't, like, just didn't? Um, is she uncomfortable? Is she in pain? And finally, like, she likes to lay on my chest. So I put her on my chest and she wasn't sleeping. Um, she wasn't getting to sleep, but she definitely seemed relaxed by that. Um, I could hear her, you know, her breathing and my breathing or sort of in sync, which made me really happy. Um, clearly, I've been up since two, so <laughs> pardon the yawn. 
Um, so yeah, she just, she really had a hard time getting back to sleep, which meant I had a hard time getting back to sleep. But again, it's not about me. Um, so at four, she stood up again and I thought, okay, she's got to pee again. And at this point, like, I just, like, I'll be honest, I was too lazy to take her downstairs. So I never do this. Um, but I opened my sliding glass door and lifted her out and she immediately like peed on the, on the deck rug, which was fine. I went and got, you know, some water to splash it with. And then I realized, you know, it's 4am. It's like, it was kind of magical. So I grabbed this big blue fuzzy, fuzzy blanket that I've been sleeping under because it's been chilly here. And I sat outside with her. Like I never go outside at night, really. Um, I mean, I guess when it gets warmer, I will totally do that. But um, we sat in a blanket and counted the stars. So like, it was just really like this magical, magical New York moment that we shared together. Being outside when it was pitch black and all the stars were out and by all I think I counted 13 but that seemed like a lot to me um it was super quiet and then we weren't out there for long but like you could start to hear the city waking up and a siren pass or the sound of a car I think someone was singing or playing the radio in a distance so that was really special to me like just seeing her eat and having that moment that wonderful shared moment was so worthwhile um you know if that were the only moment we got from this experience it would have been worth it um fast forward to the morning which i guess it was already morning um we fell back asleep and i think slept until like 7:30 or so um, she was super cozy and snuggly, so I got up and my, got my coffee and my laptop and did our normal, like, me being in bed. I watched a little bit of Killing Eve, um, which is not as good this season as I would want it to be, but that's another story for another day. Um, so yeah, we were in bed for a while, and then, um, I took her and Oliver out. I had a phone call at 10 o'clock, so at 9.30, I wrapped up what I was doing and took them both out and Oliver peed and pooped. Gerda just peed. So at this point, she's not pooped yet. Um, Oh, I will say when I was up with her very early this morning, I gave her some of my leftover filet and she gobbled that down. I made a scrambled egg for her and she would have nothing to do with it. So I added cheese and she ate the cheese. So like she's eating like a freaking champ, which makes me happy. Um, after her morning pee, she went, she, I gave her some more food, I think more turkey. I got a chicken breast and gave her some chicken breast, um, baby food. Like she's really, I'm just so surprised about how much she's eating. And she's like pretty aggressively asking for more, which I admire in a woman. Um, yeah, so I was able to do my phone calls. She was sleeping in her little bed right by my my foot. And around noon, it was time to give her her medicine. I mean, I just, 
I should have done it earlier in the day. I'm realizing now one of her medications is every 12 hours. So by waiting so long, I kind of screwed us up. Actually, it was 11 when I gave her her medication. Um, and she has a lot. Like, I have a list now. I am honestly, I'm keeping a journal of basically everything I do for her. Um, so when she takes a pill, what she eats, what she likes, what she doesn't like, when she pees, when she needs to go out, because I figure this is all good information, number one for me, because this is such a new routine, and also when I talk to her vet next, I want to be able to say, you know, this is sort of how many times she's peeing, and when she poops, and, you know, if she seems uncomfortable, or agitated, or or any of that, so um, anyway, note to self, I need to give her at least the 12-hour medication earlier because I ain't going to be open until 11 o'clock tonight. Ain't going to happen. I'm tired. Um, so, okay. So I gave her all of her pills. And this is where it gets tricky because she hates taking pills. Like, I have to hide it in something. I think almost every dog person will agree. Most dogs are not just going to take a pill. So um, I had left a message for the vet earlier. They gave me a syringe and said that if I put her pills, like if I chopped up her pills, crushed them, and put them in a lot of water, I can just squirt them in her mouth if she seems stressed out about taking them. But man, a little bit of of turkey and a little bit of chicken, I just hid the pills, um, and she gobbled them right on down. Um, Her biggest pill... I think I did crush and put in a little bit of baby food, which she lapped up. Um, She has one syringe medicine, the 12-hour medicine, that goes directly in her mouth. And that was super easy to give to her. And the next thing is she has to have fluids every day. So, um, you know, I'm going over all this information with the nurses yesterday or the nurse yesterday and she was so lovely and someone I've, I've known for years whose name I finally learned. Hello, Kim. Um, you're delightful and I'm grateful for you, but like she's going over all of this medication and schedules and I mean, everything's on the box. So, you know, I can figure it out, but, um, the, the, fluid I was nervous about because it involves a big ass needle and my little tiny dog. Um, I moved her bed to the bathroom and you're supposed to hang the, the IV bag on something tall. So I actually put it on the shower curtain hanger, one of the hooks that, you know, the shower curtain is on. I put it up there and I took a magic marker and I went through and I labeled, um, I forget the terminology, but it's like 75 centiliters or meters or millimeters or anyway it's 75 something so it's like the lines don't don't the lines are at 50 so I had to go through and with the magic marker I made a line for each day of the week so I would know how much to give her each day of the week they had already put the needle on the the first dose which was clean um so I put her in her little bed and you pinch the small of their back and there's all this back fat. I mean, I've got it. You might have it. Maybe you don't. Um, but I've got it and she has it. And so I just pinch that and it creates like this little, like this little cave. If you lift, if you lift it up and it doesn't hurt her at all. Um, I mean, when I first stuck the needle in, there was kind of a 
you know, a a little bit of a wince. But then once it was in, which was like a split second, she was totally fine. She just laid there and chilled out. Um, They said it would take less than five minutes, like three to five minutes. Man, if it even took three minutes, like it was so, so fast. Um, Once the needle's in, you open the valve and, you know, you just watch for the, where I made the magic marker mark. And I was on the floor with her, obviously, just making sure she was still and quiet. And as soon as I see that mark um, get to that point, you know, I stood up and I did the valve to shut it off. Now, my rookie mistake was as soon as I shut the valve, I pulled out the needle. So there was fluid that was still draining from where I've cut the valve off into the entry point so I did waste a little bit I mean not much but like it got on her so now um pro tip wait until you know just give it a second after you turn the valve off just to make sure everything's out of it and also like if you have a sterile cotton swab or um I'm going to use one of those round pads that you take your fingernail polish off with and just put that where the needle comes out so if there's any moisture it will get on that and not on her um so we did pretty excellent for our first day like she's being such a badass I mean I never doubted that she was a badass but I know like feeding her is super tricky and I wasn't sure how she would manage the pills. I wasn't sure how I would manage trying to get her all these pills. It's a lot of pills. It's like five pills. I mean, she was already on two of them. Um, So I think it's like the additional two, the IV, and then the 12-hour thing. Um, I mean, some of them she won't have to take long. Like one is in case she had an infection. Um, One is like she had the stimulant for her appetite. I obviously didn't give her because she's was already ravenous like a little my wolverine I love that um so yeah so day one so far has been a resounding success um she just had a little snack and she is went out for a pee and she's in my lap doing the most bizarre I don't know what kind of position she's in right now but she seems happy I'm happy I mean I can't work because I can't reach my computer because there's a dog sleeping in my lap. But I'd rather have the dog sleeping in my lap than be working right now, quite frankly. Um, so, yeah, day one, so far so good. Um, I think we both feel more comfortable. Um, the other animals are not handling all the yummy treats that Gerda is getting with as much grace as I would like them to. Um, Finnegan has tried to attack Gerda, which is his, like, normal, he loves her ears or her tail, um, but now she's so, like, she's frail, and I don't want him to do that, so we've had to have a couple of hard conversations today, but overall, so far, so good, um, she's getting rice and steak for dinner, and of course, some turkey, um, they told me that I was giving her so much protein when I spoke to the nurse today, she's like, just make sure you give her, like, something else, Um, So I made some white rice that I'll mix with whatever her protein is for the evening. And I'm sure there's some sort of fancy diet plan for what I'm giving her. But it's the Gerda plan is what I'm calling it. And so far it's a good plan. Just in day one. um, But feeling better. 
feeling grateful for this time and these moments and the fact that she does seem to be feeling so well. Um, so I hope this, if this resonates with you, if you have stories you want to share, I'd love to hear them. All right. From Gerd and I, we love you.